Welcome to Quick Takes with Kevin, a weekly podcast about leadership, life, and ministry with Kevin Ezell, president of the North American Mission Board. Each week, Kevin will be focusing on how pastors can keep their souls healthy in the midst of the demands and challenges of everyday life. Now, here's your host, Kevin Ezell. Hello, pastors. Kevin Ezell from the North American Mission Board, and today, um, with my good friend, Dr. Herschel York, who's the Dean of Theology at Southern Seminary and also pastor of Buck Run Baptist Church in Frankfort, Kentucky, Go Cats. And so, Herschel, thank you so much for being here. Well, um, hey, we're walking through Lance Witt's book in chapter 30. It talks about practicing the presence of people, enjoying people. And Honestly, you do that better than anybody I know as far as enjoying the presence of people. We also always mess with you and joke about how much you enjoy your time off. Herschel always has a, he has a picture of his next vacation spot on his phone at all times. Yeah, but he right. knows to enjoy the moment, but you do enjoy the presence of people. Your people that you pastor know that you love them. The, the, the men that, and the, the people you lead at the know that you love them nothing else. They may not always agree with you, but they know you love them. So then how do you practice the presence of people? You know, in uh, the book you just referred to there in chapter 30, he uses the image of the high priest wearing the breastplate with the 12 stones representing the 12 tribes of Israel. It's a beautiful image that what is before him and what is over his heart at all times are the people on whose behalf he ministers. And that's a great image for a pastor. You know, uh, Buck Run is just—I—I—I uh, I, I think the Lord knows what a wimp I am. He gave me the easiest church in the world to pastor. Buck Run is an amazing church. It is full of the quirkiest people. Imagine—I mean, I, obviously I'm not going to describe individuals, but I—I I think from the pulpit to the back row, we're quirky, uh, weird. And when I went there. I, I noticed this. I'm like, man, there's there's a lot of quirky, strange people here. And then it occurred to me, that's why they called you. <laughs> you fit right in. Uh, you know, uh, here's what I've learned: the more you in love, you're in love with somebody. It's not that you overlook their faults. That's a good thing when you can do that. The more you love somebody, the more you don't even see that it is a fault. Right. You know, uh, I think this is good married couples figured it out. In your early years, first of all, you're shocked to find they've got those faults. Then you make peace with them. And then you learn that you don't even see them. You know, Tanya is so idealized to me. She's like the perfect woman. Uh, I, don't, I don't sit around thinking about, oh, I wish she could change that or do this better. I think, wow, what a woman. She's phenomenal. She's perfect. I feel that way about my church. I've stopped seeing their quirkiness and seeing them just, man, I, I, gosh, I love these people. <laughs> All right. I just love them. Uh, and the best pastor, I think, pastor church relationship comes when they can reach that point. And I guarantee you, Buck Run, they don't sit around thinking about my faults either. And I've got lots of them. You know, they're not trying to hold me up to someone else's standard of my preaching or my pastoring. They, when I first came there, they did. My, I couldn't measure up to my predecessor. But the more, the longer I was there, the more they just loved me for me. Right. And you've got to hang in there long enough to reach that spot. Right. What are some ways you think that, because you do see it, sometimes it can move that way of, of becoming impersonal or 
devaluing people. People often say, hey, you, you become a, more of a rancher than a shepherd. Yeah. I mean, what are what are some of the ways that that happens? Well, uh, you know, those some of those images that emerged in the past 30 years about how to lead, frankly, departed from the metaphors that God himself gave us. God didn't tell us we're ranchers. He told us we're shepherds. Hmm. We're shepherds. We're uh, pastors, overseers, elders. And frankly, I think in those three words that you describe pastoring with in the New Testament are found the way we're to lead and love our people. Hmm. But ultimately, it's always about people. It's not about the organization, it's about people. Mm -hmm. And that's what I can never lose sight of, man. It's, it's being with my people. You know, I've got a, I have a, a funeral tomorrow. It's my first one during this, the quarantine stuff. Uh, It's just going to be the family with their mother and wife and me, just less than 10 people there. Uh, Man, I am already thinking, how can I minister to them? I've got to sort of stand in for the whole church. Right. And that's just on my heart and my mind today as I'm thinking through how I'm going to do that tomorrow. I think that's what pastors do. We're, we're thinking about, we're strategizing, not necessarily about the organization all the time, though we have to do that, but the people. And right. that's a challenge these days. Well, tell me, you're talking about these days with social distancing and all. What, what I mean, it's going to be some challenges. It's not, I don't know that we're going to go back to the, the normal we knew. And no. so what would you suggest? How can we keep the church personal, even if something like social distancing becomes the norm? You know, I find the answer to a lot of questions just in the fruit of the spirit. And, you know, we may, may not be able to shake hands and hug like we did before. I think you're right. Uh, those kinds of greeting times in churches are over. Uh, and, it's going to be hard to do that on a physical way, but just showing the fruit of the Spirit. I, I really believe that the shortcut to know whether or not you're filled with the Spirit is whether or not you're fun to be with. Yeah. I can't imagine that Jesus was ever a drag to be with. I mean, little children came to him, broken people, prostitutes, tax collectors, lepers, all the people that nobody else had time for right. came to Jesus. He was a joy to be with. And I think that's what we have to strive for, that people would say, man, when that guy walks in the room, he, he well, what Paul said of uh, Onesiphorus, he often refreshed me. I love that verb. That's what I want to do for people. I want to be the guy that refreshes them. They got all kinds of burdens and problems. Right. I want to alleviate their pain and their suffering and their sorrow. I don't want to add to it. And I think pastors get that. And even with social distancing, you can still be that guy. Right. Well, Herschel, thank you so much for being a model of this as a pastor and as a theologian. So uh, also I just want to remind pastors always on Pastor Well is your podcast, and they can subscribe to that. And it's really some of the very best practical advice they could get for uh, how to pastor people uh, in a a strategic way. So, hey, brother, thank you for your impact, your influence, and your input today. Love you, buddy. I love you, my friend. God bless. Thanks for letting me be with you. Thanks for joining us for Quick Takes with Kevin. Each week, Kevin will visit with pastors and leaders as they talk about the challenges they face and the lessons they've learned in balancing faith, family, and ministry. Thank you for being with us.